Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Chef Special on the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast network for professionals. Italian gelato, yes. On today's podcast, I'm honored to have an Italian gelato maestro all the way from Italy via Huntington Beach, California, here to share his homemade recipes for gelato and sorbetto. Filippo Cianciosi, how are you today? I'm good. Ciao, bello. I'm ciao, really ciao. good. Ciao. Hey, how did I get so lucky? That's what I want to know. I have, I have a love and a passion for gelato, and I have no idea how to make it, so I'm so happy you're here. Good. It's <laughs> beautiful to her. And uh, uh, the, the most beautiful thing is gelato. It's uh, super healthy and actually is a food. It's not a dessert. People use it as a dessert, but actually it's food. It's a real food. There is protein. There is uh, everything inside to be like a actually food. Okay, that sounds great. Where did you start? Let's start in Italy. Go ahead. Yeah, they started in Italy. So back in the 1980, 40 years ago, um, my father had the brilliant idea to open the first gelato store, gelato shop in the Riviera Romagnola. Okay, Riviera Romagnola is the Riviera, okay, in the, in the Adriatic coast where everyone come over from Germany, from England, from uh, uh, whatever part of the Europe to have fun, okay, is the Ibiza of Italy. Everyone go, go there. There's a lot of clubs. So my father said, okay, let me open the first shop. He was 20, I think it was 27, 28. And, and, and basically my father had the best time ever because look, back in the years, you know, it was a new thing, the gelato. Okay, gelato was still in Italy a new thing. So uh, it was really great. A lot of tourists from Switzerland, from Germany, they love it. And they start to make a line in the shop of my father. Uh, the same year I was born. In. I was born. In. So, you know, Patrick, my father, first gelato store, second kids, because my, my, my brother is a little bit bigger than me. And, but again, it's everything new. It's crazy. I raised and born in Italy inside the gelato store. My mom <laughs> and my dad was all day long inside the gelato store. Oh my gosh. And I have a beautiful memory. I mean, when I was like probably 10 years old, uh, seven years old, I remember my father grabbed me from the back and you know, it's like, okay, right now you clean the machine. Okay, right now you cook <laughs> the meals. Uh, and was, Patrick, believe me, I have a beautiful memory. Gotcha. So, so he taught you gelato in the beginning, right? What I remember actually is my father gave me like a big spatula and stir the chocolate, you know, stir the, the warm chocolate to make this chocolate. Um, uh, like when we put on the fire, the chocolate, my father always said, stir all the time, because if not the chocolate, stick in the pot. So I was like, okay, that is fine. And he said, no, go ahead. Okay, that is fine. So I have this memory. My father always said, you know, you can overcook chocolate. When you, when you make gelato with eggs, you have to be careful because if not, gelato can take too much eggy, you know, flavors. So you don't want to overcook. So I have these beautiful things in my mind 
that time was like annoying. And right now, I wish I can come back there and you know, see my father work like this. Yeah, so great memory. So you started out working with your dad and then and your family. Take me further with your gelato study. Okay, so that's what's happening. Um, I was young and uh, I was really looking to do something with my own because with my father around 14 years old, uh, 15 years old, I was a little bit annoying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, all yeah, like young kids when I try to do his own things, you know, I want to go out from a house. I want to do my own things and blah, 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 blah. I hate you. I hate this. I hate my... <laughs> so my father said, you know what, Philo, just go. Just go and uh, try to figure it out about yourself. How try to walk on your feet because until now you didn't, you don't really realize where you are because you wake up in the morning, you have food on the table. Uh, in the afternoon, you have always money in your pocket, and uh, in the nighttime, you have dinner on the table, and then you go in the bed. So you really don't get it all where all this stuff comes from. And I said, Oh, I'm working hard. And my father said, It's not just working. No, you have to figure out your things. I said, okay. And I, I left Italy to go in London. I've been in London for a while. And then uh, when you start really to figure out yourself uh, is the time when you are really scared. Because from now, you were really a good chef. You know, your dad was a, your mentor, your chef. But after that, you know, everything changed. You know what I'm saying? It's a little lion and a big lion, you know. Yes, you know, the, the big lion is your father's always watch your shoulder, you know, always watch your back. But actually, the little lion, when it starts to go out, you know, it's to start to hurt yourself, you know, start to have the first fight and you not know, the first thing. Mm-hmm. So I came back in Italy because it was a little bit too much in England, in London. And from there, I start to realize I was, piece, I was lost some pieces during my journey. Um, I didn't really get uh, the math of the gelato. I didn't really get uh, the shines of the gelato. The science behind gelato, yeah. So, gelato. so how did you start working on the science? I mean, when did you start developing your skills with gelato? So first of all, I was in the University of the Gelato. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. a university in Carpigiano in Bologna. And uh, I started to study over there. From there, I really fell in love for chocolate, for, uh, for, for the math of the gelato, for you know, all the, these kind of things around the gelato, the, why we put sugar, why we put uh, uh, dextrose, why we use uh, different sugar than regular sugar, um, why our body break up, uh, uh, break down, uh, water different than me so like mm-hmm. it was like wow mm-hmm. it was like wow because i didn't get it until that time mm-hmm. how much gelato was um 100 foodie instead to be like just dessert mm-hmm. and so i start i started to study really hard uh i figured it out what i want to do when i was a little bit older and uh, and then when i when i start to work for company because don't forget Patrick I was coming back from a lot of experience from my father so mm-hmm. I was working a lot okay but I was like working 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 with no like um, uh, big uh, like I can say like I said without big like a uh, guide 
I was just working, working. Mm -hmm. So all the company said, you're a great worker. You have a lot of experience. But after that, I was just, uh, okay. I don't know why I put all this milk. I don't know why I put all this sugar. That's where I start to to go more deeper and deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. And I start to study really, really, really on the shine of the the sugar, different sugar. Um, So from there... Uh, one of the company who produce uh, product, rough material, like pistachio paste, like hazelnut paste, uh, they hire me like a maestro because mm-hmm. of course I have degrees, of course I have experience. Mm-hmm. So they start, they, you know, they put me on the market and the first thing they said is like, Philo, usually people in Italy don't speak a lot of English. You are kind of okay in English. So we kick you out in the... In the, in the market outside of the Italy. So mm-hmm. they start to send me in England because they have experience over there mm-hmm. with people and stuff. And then German and then, uh, and then all this kind of, uh, it's a kind of wheel. When they start to run and you start to be in that loop, uh, as you know, you are basically just, you know, go around the world and, uh, and, you, <laughs> and you, it, it's amazing. It's amazing because I don't know what's happening, but the last 10, of, 10 years of my life, I was live outside of my house for almost 300 days per year outside of my country. So you were traveling that often. So you started with England. Uh, so you'd go to different companies that were interested maybe in getting you know, yeah. some of the product that you were representing. And you were the maestro. You know yes. how to make gelato. So England and then where else did you? I think you mentioned you traveled a couple different places to consult. I stopped for a while in China because okay. Hong Kong was uh, a big hit for the gelato in that moment. I lived, I lived in Hong Kong for three months and then uh, I moved in uh, Dubai for a little bit. Um, and then I moved at Big Call in Portugal. And then uh, I, I spent a lot of time in Spain as well. Uh, almost three months or so in Spain. Uh, Albania, uh, Austria, Switzerland. I was in Belgium for a while, uh, United States, New York. Uh, so you're all over the place. So you were bringing a bit of Filippo and his gelato magic to these different places around the world. But let, let me, let's step back. You mentioned a little bit about learning the science of gelato. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions about the gelato itself. Um, it's different than ice cream. What, what, how would you describe it, the differences between gelato and ice cream? So um, the first, first thing first is a fat. Okay. okay? When, when the gelato versus ice cream, it's a little bit uh, less fat. And also the quality of the fat. Ice cream is made almost 80% of the time with butter fat. Mm-hmm. Gelato is made with cream fat. Mm-hmm. So it's for the temperature in our mouth break down in in more easy way uh butter is just really hard to break down for our palate interesting uh, sugar okay mm-hmm. uh gelato versus versus ice cream it's a little bit more have less sugar okay okay hair uh in the gelato we have just 20 percent of hair 20 30 percent of hair uh ice cream can have until 200 percent of hair now, let me, let me stop you for a minute real quick. Now, that's, the, that's something that really gets to me because a long time ago, Filippo, I mean, I, I love ice cream. You know, that's like a dessert I like oh, to have. 
No. Okay, I mean, before I met Gelato, but wait a minute. So I love ice cream. And I remember having a really great ice cream uh, at a shop. Then I went to the grocery store and I picked up some ice cream. And that darn stuff, I mean, you pick up a container and it should weigh five pounds and it, for like eight ounces. They whip so much air into it, you know? And so I was tr always trying to find a better ice cream. And then one day we traveled to Kona, Hawaii to visit my cousin. And we stopped at a shop. I go, what's this? It's gelato. It's the first time I really got heavy into gelato. A guy out of New York moved to Kona, Hawaii, and it kicked my butt. I mean, it was so deep and rich and creamy. And he also explained it has less fat than the ice cream. But it, I thought, how the heck do you do that? Well, the region of the fat of the cream, it's 100% uh... Uh, more delicate of the butter. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. You can drink cream or half and a half from the bottle and uh, it's good. Mm -hmm. But try to do the same with butter. If mm. you try actually to drink or to eat butter, your palate, your mouth is coated. You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah. Coated, mm -hmm. basically it's, it's in your mouth forever forever, I mean, in the time you eat gelato, ice cream, mm -hmm. but you can really get any other flavor. So the first two, three spoon of ice cream, unfortunately, let me say it, unfortunately, you cut your mouth. And, uh, you know, after that, if you eat chocolate or if you eat uh, banana or if you eat uh, vanilla, you can feel anything because you cut your palate. And that's, Patrick, is actually also the difference is, is our big help is the frozen part. So when you make gelato, you need delicate frozen, constantly, but delicate. So that means gelato, you usually eat gelato around 14 Fahrenheit, okay? 13 Fahrenheit. Ice cream, no. Ice cream, you have to have like below zero, even more, because it's hard work. Uh, you don't want to eat gelato too much cold because it's too dense, it's too hard. So I always recommend People take out the gelato from the freezer at least 10 minutes, okay? There is a label to eat gelato. You can just open the, you know, the, the, the pine eat gelato like this. I wish I can do that. The problem is there is not a lot of hair inside. So it's like the, 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 the mass is more dense. Uh, that's why also the problem with the gelato is a lot of people want to just open the pine and eat like, like ice cream in this way. It's, it's not working. Our palate and our tongue is so delicate and fine. Mm -hmm. They can, they can, they can afford to to taste that frozen stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's too it's too cold for our body. Our mm -hmm. body temperature is naturally is it's is normal. You know, it's between here and there. Ice cream is too low, and mm -hmm. gelato as well is too low. That's why there is no any like. Uh, instruction to eat gelato in actually mm -hmm. my class i explain people how eat gelato and people start to laugh to me because they said yes you take the spoon and put your mouth no <laughs> <laughs> there is the instruction how eat gelato it's really you can test the flavors if you put the in your first part of the tongue um it's an emotion if you if you wait a little bit it's another emotion it's a journey you know, it's like food in Italy. It's a journey. It's not, we can't, we can't sit down in the table and eat like this. No, we have to sit down. You want to eat a beautiful, um, a beautiful pasta and, and you want to, you want to wait, you know, you want, you want to feel the flavors, you know, that's the same thing with the job. And my grandfather always said, Philo, 
everything we make with calm and passion is always better. <laughs> and he's actually right. Okay, so you come to the States. Tell me about coming to the United States, moving here. What happened? So five years ago, okay, I said with one of my body, we said, okay, we want to go in the United States. Boom. I said, perfect. You know, I was traveling around the world. So my big experience, I have some money. I said, okay, let's go in the United States. Uh, I was work. I, I was consulting here company. So I said, okay, let's try. I want to give a shot. I never been in California. I want to try to go in California. I said, you know what? It's, it's hot. It's beautiful weather, almost 360, um, uh, 365 days uh, a year. So it's nice, California. Probably people, you know, want a lot of gelato. So I came here five years ago and um, I, I fell in love for this country. I fell in love for California. I fell in love for the PCH. I fell in love. I didn't fell in love for the traffic. <laughs> LA traffic. <laughs> I, uh, but... You know, overwhelmed, I was like, oh, I like here. It's like, it's kind of Mallorca. It's kind of um, Australia. I mean, I love here a lot. So from that point, I start to think more about my living things, you know, like, uh, oh, I would love to live here. And then when I met my wife and everything, and and everything changed from there. <laughs> So, yeah, so you met your wife. Uh, yes, I was here for a consulting company, and then um, I met my wife, and uh, we started to date. After just a couple of dates, I said, um, Richard, you have to come in Italy. And she said, oh, I would love. So she came in Italy. We felt, we felt more in love with each other, and then I came back here. After a year, Almost, almost two years, back and forth, back and forth in this way. I proposed my wife to marry me. And then I moved here basically three years ago. Let me tell you, Patrick, so far is not easy, okay? American people have different culture in gelato. Uh, you can just expect, I have two stores in Italy, okay? Two gelato stores. You can expect to open a gelato store here and work. Even if, you have, even if you are the best master in the world, you have to figure it out. There is, a, there is a gauge here. There is like a big wall of the culture. Uh, in Italy, we eat gelato because we enjoy gelato. It's a moment when you take with your partner, with your friends, with your girlfriend, with your, you know, with your friends in general, and you go to eat the gelato and you have maybe one hour. We have maybe 30 minutes to enjoy and, and relax and eat gelato. In my gelato store, for example, in Italy, people make line until three in the morning. Wow. It, you know, so here was a little bit different. That's why in the beginning I have a hard time to understand because I said, wow, this place is super warm. And uh, why people don't make like in gelato store? Because it's, it's, it's not even, it's not for now. Mm -hmm. I don't know in the future, but for now it's not a culture. But what I figured out lately and this is since last year, people love the gelato. American people love gelato. When you explain which is the difference, when they taste, and when you understand 
you know, all the culture about gelato, like the pizza. You know, you have to understand what's... Because you just don't... You don't see it around everywhere here in the U.S., you know? I mean, that's not in every street corner. Yeah, P Patrick, I have people, they ask me, what it is gelato? They don't know. I mean, people sometimes don't, don't know what it is gelato. They know pizza because uh, it's around forever. But people, some people don't know gelato. Uh, I just actually met one of our customers. He is, uh, I think, around 55 years old. So he's not even that old. And they said, I never have gelato in my life. And he felt in love for, the, for gelato. He's obsessed right now about gelato. So when I explain to the people, it's not ice cream. Gelato is not, is not ice cream. Okay? And that doesn't mean in the bad way. But it just is not ice cream. I want to learn gelato. Share a recipe with us. What do we need for equipment? And ingredients. Okay. So first thing first, we need a freezer. Okay. Okay. And then we need um, a spoon, cup, mm -hmm. and we need uh, like a simple, like um, regular freezer pan. Okay. Someone you can put in the freezer without break, like glass is not good. Uh, you need something possibly still and still, you know, uh, so something can go and stay frozen. Okay. So there is many ways, uh, Patrick, to make gelato. Okay, I'm going to explain you the, the easiest, uh, but also the most uh, affordable. You're at home, you don't want to go on Target to buy anything, you know, you can make from home. Okay, um, today I'm going to talk about uh, cream, and then I'm going to talk also another like uh, sorbet, because I'm going to explain you also the difference between gelato and sorbet. Um, so what you need actually, if we were together in the kitchen, we are going to take a three quarter cup of white sugar. Uh, now, someone is a little bit like concerned about sugar. You can use uh, brown sugar. You can use coconut sugar. You can use any sort of sweeteners, okay? Now, that doesn't mean if you use uh, maybe uh, like completely honey, it's, it's changed a little bit the, the, the the test, the flavors of your recipe, okay? So you have to figure it out. We need three quarter cup of white sugar. Okay. Okay. And then we put, um, and then we have one four, uh, one four of gallon of milk. Okay, quarter gallon of milk, that's one quarter, quart. Bravo. Quarter, <laughs> sorry for my English. That's all right. No. <laughs> quarter of gallon of milk and then regular milk, okay? And then we need two cup of cream. We need a little bit of gelatin. Why I want to put the gelatin? Because gelatin make my my recipe uh, really um, like stable. Stable, mm -hmm. okay. In the time, most of the gelato you can find the recipe online is without without gelatin, and it's fine. I'm okay with that. If you make and you eat, but if you want to make it and maybe consume in the week, you need something stay in the freezer, really creamy and, uh, you know, it's there. And then um, if you really like the idea to have a smooth gelato, you, you, put, you put a little bit of honey, okay? Maybe two tablespoons of honey. That's make everything more smooth, okay? 
Uh, and then because we are in the United States and I have to, you know, I have to open my mind about the United States, we can match some Oreo cookies inside, okay? Okay, so now this is an Oreo cookie uh, gelato. Okay, or, or whatever you want to put in the gelato, right? Exactly. So this one is the base, and then I'm going to match some Oreo cookie. So you want to take all the ingredients, all the dry ingredients inside the bowl, okay? And then you put your milk, your cream, and you start to stir, okay? When it's really liquid and really melt, everything melt, if you want, you can put also a little bit on, on the stove. Okay, you start to put inside the freezer. Okay, and every every like one hour slash one hour and a half, you take out and you stir a little bit. Okay. Okay, and then you put again inside the freezer for another couple of hours. You take it out and you stir again. Okay, so this one is a it's is one way to make gelato. Of course, take a little bit of time, and at a certain point, you will see your your gelato change the consistency and be like super like dense and that's where your gelato basically start gelato is a snow okay gelato is no you have you have to understand gelato is no so they have to be frozen okay it takes a little bit of time you can gelato in this way back and forth back and forth inside the freezer super easy or eventually if you have a gelato machine you can use the same recipe Make gelato in the gelato machine. So let me ask you a real quick question. So when you take it, um, let's say I don't have a gelato machine. So I'm doing well. You mentioned I get a nice stainless steel container that'll that it'll freeze well in the freezer. And when I take it out, say every hour in the beginning and stir it. Yeah. How much do I stir it? I don't want to knock a lot of air into it, but I want to I want to get that nice consistency. So do you stir like for a half minute? A uh, minute. Uh, no, you want you want to stay there. You want to at least spend a couple of minutes to stay. Oh, like, okay. A good stir. You don't gotcha. want to warm up too much because okay. remember the molecular of of everything. When you start to stir a product, mm-hmm. they start to warm up. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a shine. So yeah, yeah. You have to stir a little bit, maybe a couple of minutes, and mm-hmm. then put it again inside the freezer. Hmm. Okay, that sounds great. So now we've got a gelato. So that's a plain gelato with Oreo cookies. So you can add whatever you want to it. I mean, uh, yes, and I always I always suggest to keep simple because simple is the best way how our body can recognize product. Okay, you can make a beautiful vanilla by the vanilla beans. You can make uh, from uh, pistachio. You can make from hazelnuts. Keep simple. Keep simple because sim- simplicity is the is the Italian ways to make gelato. Okay, don't over topping. Don't over put like chocolate this thing because at that point gelato start to be too much fatty or too much sugary. Okay, so remember, Patrick, uh, one portion of gelato it's about hundred calorie. Okay, 120. It depends on the gelato. This gelato qui, Horios cookie, is really, it's bravo, 100 grams of calories, okay? So it's not that uh, that bad, okay? You can have calories in your, in your diet, in your regular diet. You can eat gelato even, even every day if you want. So um, when, when we start to put uh, chocolate and topping and all this stuff, yes, it's yummy, but... You're looking right now for 200, like it, I mean, you, you put so much sugar inside and it's not any more healthy, you know, 
No, it's going to change the consistency too. I think if you once you put a bunch of things in there, it's not as creamy or it's just different. Let's say that we don't want to use the milk product in it, and you want to do your sorbet. What do you? How would you do that? So I actually, you can do the same recipe with oat milk. It's actually my vegan choice. Is a big call. Uh, you can use oat milk and do the same the same result. Um, but uh, let me say you have some banana or you have some strawberry uh, in your countertop for three, four days. You said, oh my God, this banana right now is, is brown, is, is to throw it away. Perfect. That's where I want you. Because by nature, by nature, fruit is even better when it's super mature, when it's super like brown, okay? Almost, almost to throw it away, that is the perfect fruit. I wait, I wait, I buy fresh fruits and I leave the fruits, you know, on the corner of my kitchen because I'm waiting to grow, to make like almost like ugly. When it's ugly, it's perfect. <laughs> have the best, have the best uh, sugar content, have the best uh, flavors, mm-hmm. have the best uh, uh, even structure and even test is it's the best. So, yes. If you have bad fruits home, use it. And then I'm going to give you the recipe because okay. this one is super easy. Okay. You want to just three quarter cup of white sugar, a quarter gallon of water and two pounds of fruits. Okay. Fruits naturally have pectin inside. Pectina is, is what make basically our jelly. Okay. You stir everything together. Okay, blend very well. If you want, you can use also blender. And then same process, put in the freezer. Now, we don't have the fat content in the, in the sorbet. Okay, that's why it's super light. We talk, uh, we talk about something really, really light. Could be a little bit more ice. It's a kind of popsicle, okay? But it's super natural. Super, super natural. And like you can see, I didn't put any preservative. I don't put any artificial color. Okay, now I have uh, something I wanted to bring us to, and that is, what are your plans? I mean, you're here, uh, you're making gelato here in California, and I think you have kind of a cool concept you're working on. Yes. So uh, three months ago, uh, when, uh, you know, COVID was, you know, like around us, (laughs) uh, I started to... I start to figure it out for a while because I have shops in Italy. So for a while, we will have, you know, a few problems in the shop, you know, safe distancing, mask, gloves, you know, like, so I said, I want to really open a shop, but for me it was too much, it was too much because when you have a shop uh, at that point, you have employees, you have a bunch of stuff to cover, you know, rent and everything. So, I I was with my wife one night. We were drinking, you know, a couple of uh, no, a couple of bottle of wine, couple of <laughs> couple of glass. Good <laughs> 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 Italian, I am. Oh, yeah. uh, we drink some wine, and I said, "Honey, do you know what? I think I want to open a truck." And he said, "What? What?" And he said, "Yes, I think I want to open um, a little uh, gelato van." And uh, I want to sell my product from there. And uh, I'm going to tell you more. I want to do a kind of uh, gelato on wheel and display all my product 
okay? And uh, display also other speciality from Italy, olive oil, balsamic, uh, uh, pasta. And uh, I'm not making this stuff, of course, on the van, but I want to display as a, as a shop on wheel, okay? It's not even a food truck because food truck make food, okay? I sell uh, gelato, maybe cakes, popsicle, but actually will be uh, a little supermarket, a little like market on wheel. I think that's a great idea. So you'd, you know, many years ago when I was a kid, you have what's called the helmsman. They drive up in this truck and they bop, bop the horn, kind of like the ice cream trucks here. And you go out and you'd have this and, you know, when you're a kid, you like donuts, all kinds of things. But if there was a gelato truck or gelato van, a shop, a shop on wheels that comes out and I could get my olive oil, I could get a cake, I could get gelato. That sounds like an amazing idea. And the best part, it's it's um, it's an educational on wheel shop. So uh, people can stop and ask me question. Uh, I have also this program. I wanna I wanna try to make this happen. Where actually I will stop in the hot spot and uh, make a lesson, a gelato lesson, and people uh, can understand better. So my really my mission right now is uh, make my job happen here and uh, start to explain people what it is gelato and uh, and start from the bottom, start from the street. You know what I mean? go uh, in the neighbor and, you know, knock the door and said, Hey, uh, you know, I will make a gelato lesson. Come over here. They can see the van. And, uh, you know, it's, um, that's amazing. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I was just thinking, um, I had uh, someone from the teachers and a culinary Institute I interviewed. I think if you set up something with some of the schools, they all have cooking classes and things like that. Get with the instructors and maybe do a guest uh, appearance at class for the students. And then, bring them outside and take them to your, your uh, gelato truck on wheels. When they learn more about it, then they talk to the family about it and gelato will spread fast. You just hit a few universities, a few high schools. Once things get back, you know. Yeah. In the normal. normal. Yeah. And believe me, and believe me, uh, look, look, that's just my point of view about all this thing about coronavirus. Okay. Uh, to me personally, bring me back when I was raising and born. Okay. So bring me back to understand, hey, I have to start. This is another chance to start from scratch, from bottom. So start from the beginning. Start on the street where people actually can taste you, where people can actually see your face. Finally, we can see the owner. Finally, we can see a guy, you know, working with the hands. You know, it's not anymore about, uh, oh, just a minute, open a, a van and throw employees inside there. No. I, I will have my employees, but actually I will be there to understand people, understand what they want, let, let them know, you know, hey, this is gelato, there is also gelato cake, there is also popsicle, you know, it, it's, it's not just about it, it's just also about culture. So that's why we're here right now, it's a big challenge. Thank you. You know, you've taken us on a journey today, uh, a little bit of Italy, a uh, little bit of, you know, places you've gone. And I really appreciate the little class you gave us to make uh, the product at home. So I'm excited to follow you. And if people want to get a hold of you, how would you recommend uh, they find you? Yeah, they can find us in uh, Facebook. Follow okay. just the page Filos Gelato. Filos and, Gelato. Uh, okay. Filos Gelato. And uh, we have a bunch of stuff over there. They can see 
where, where we will be with the truck. Uh, they can order gelato. We do delivery all the time. We right now actually work just about deliveries. Uh, but yes, follow the page, Filos Gelato, and we go from there. Thank you for being on the podcast today, and you've livened things up, uh, Filippo, and really, really great great speaking with you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day with your wife and, and your son. Thank you. Thank you to have me, guys. Okay, ciao for now. Ciao, ciao, ciao. For all of you listening out there, Chef Special is part of the B-Lead Podcast Network. Check it out at bleed.com. And follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Patrick Honeywell. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.